I've been grabbing about flashbacks and recaps for seven straight episodes. So why am I so enthused about an issue that's pretty much nothing but that? Maybe because it's something of a greatest hits clip show drawn by one of the all-time greats. He's not great in this particular issue, and in fact it's so bad that I'm really questioning the skills of his inker, but even a bad Beatles number is going to be better than a good one by Yoko Ono. The winter 1988 cover dated Power of the Atom number 6 is by Roger Stern, John Byrne, and K.S. Wilson. I have to assume this issue was drawn by the single most popular artist in comics at the time as some sort of personal favor to his old friend and collaborator. When Byrne finally quit Superman in a huff and passed on further work from the company, as he is wont to do, Stern took over writing that title. Presumably Byrne's World of miniseries had been scripted in advance, and he was already taking on work for Marvel's New Universe line to dance on the grave of Jim Shooter's reign as editor-in-chief. I believe this was his last published DC job while prepping to take over Avengers West Coast and launch the sensational She-Hulk, so he wasn't hurting for work. Speaking of leaving titles abruptly with ill will, it isn't hard to read between the lines in an interview that the remaining creative team gave to Amazing Heroes magazine. Editor Mike Carlin subtweeted that Dwayne Turner's replacement was good, reliable, and cares about the job he's doing, implying that he hadn't. The new guy, Graham Nolan, was far less diplomatic. The transcript reads, The stories were fun, but the artwork was really, makes rude noise, atrocious. I've judged Turner harshly on this podcast, but the truth is he got a lot better after this first assignment. And whatever his failings, I think bagging on him in print is deeply unprofessional. Nolan also dismisses the value of his Kewart School education, seems to pointedly emphasize his preference of John Romita Sr. over his son's work, rips on his boss's Doc Savage book, and generally comes off as a jerk. I mean, we all know John Byrne is one of the biggest jerks in comics, but he's John Byrne. Graham Nolan doesn't get to swagger like this just because he got lucky enough to design a paramilitaristic luchador for a well-publicized stunt that's netted him royalties ever since. I've bought comics because of Dwayne Turner and dropped them because of Graham Nolan. Dwayne Turner went on to work on a films, while Nolan just gets a contractually obligated thanks in the fine print of the ones with Bane in them. So anyway, Ray Palmer was enjoying a day out with Norman Brawler at the Ivy Town Festival without getting sworn by press, even though he had an entire CIA detail following him unnoticed. Regardless, Ray got snatched in broad daylight out from under their noses by men working for Kronos. Kept under sedation, Kronos seeks revenge by trying to emotionally break the Atom, forcing him to relive his most traumatic moments while in a dream state. They start with the rainy night he catches Gene Loring stepping out on him, then move on to his childhood dog getting run over, his father's death by cancer while in his teens, the mission against Mr. Memory that saw him join the Justice League of America, his solo run-in with Dr. Light, his initial battle with Kronos, the destruction of New Morlade, and they even put a pin in his mother's death. Meanwhile, Kronos also recalls his early encounters with the Mighty Might, and then a recent confrontation with Blue Beetle, relatively speaking, that left him stranded in the age of dinosaurs. In an admittedly impressive move, Kronos cobbles together enough technology to put himself into intermittent stasis, roused at various points in history by equipment failure. Imagine all the untold stories of Rip Van Clinton scavenging for replacement parts in various ages. Also, never forget that Kronos looks like Richard Nixon, but is named David Clinton. It's like that meme connecting Lincoln and Kennedy, except nowhere near as intricate or interesting. I apologize for bringing it up. Ray Palmer's strong connection to Princess Lathwin and general lust for life break him out of his conditioning long enough for the Atom to shrink and extricate himself from the device manipulating him. The tiny Titan then jumps around, clobbering the fuchsia fascists working under Kronos in his sprawling headquarters. See, Kronos' stasis finally peered out seven years in the past, so he biff-tannoned himself a fortune on the speculative markets. Why he didn't shoot graduate student Ray Palmer in the head, I'll chalk up to temporal paradox, but he's not doing it while Ray was sleeping today is pure Dr. Evil nonsense. Anyway, Kronos had been called away from giving his archenemy sad dreams to hear about how Australia was being pummeled in an assault by an extraterrestrial alien alliance. Despite being at Raj 2000 drawing levels at best, Burns' layouts and the traces of his style are just so much more dynamic and pleasing to the eye than the previous issues that it's enough for me to overlook how this particular issue does literally 
everything that I've been griping about on the story front. Kind of how Adam has to overlook being jerked around by Kronos so they can team up to fend off the invasion. I can see a full second into the future. Learn what you're going to do. <laughs> Encounter! <laughs> Pals of the Atom include Baby Skeletor, Chris Dunford, Chris Lydon, Dave's Comic Heroes blog, Doc Strange, Ed Moore, Edward Huey, Firestorm Fan, Green Lantern HG, I'll Be the Light in the Dark, I Was Joe Crawford, King Dinosaur, MB, and Tim Price Podcrasher. The preceding Atom related program is a nonprofit fan production. Any copyrighted materials contained therein are believed borrowed under fair use with no copyright infringement intended. Please feel free to leave comments either on the Power of the Atom blog or at Rolled's Productions WordPress blog. You can also send us Twitter comments through Commander Blanks, my personal account, or through the Rolled Spine Podcast Twitter. Thank you for listening. Focus Beetle. Cronus's time bombs are temporary but effective.